92.5. Brooke and Jubal's second date update. Second date. Am I late? I don't. Maybe I am, but I tried it and I cried and you lied. What? <laughs> now I vape. Flavors. Grape. So desperate. So sexless. In fact, what? I'm so whack. Mm-hmm. Fade to black. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. What was that? that was slam poetry. Why man. did I start today's second date update oh. with a beautiful poem? Well, yeah. because I'm a poet. Yeah, obviously. And also, so is Mark, who's on the line for a second date update today. That's how he says he met the girl that he wants to call today wow. at a poetry reading. Mark, were you impressed by my work, sir? You know what? Not half bad. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you're a liar already, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your email said that you're a poet, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to think so, at least. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you able to make a living doing that? Oh, no, not at all. But oh, okay. uh, I go to, <laughs> no. oh, okay. I go to open mic shows and whatnot, you know, get to meet new people. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Most of us really artistic poets aren't recognized until after our death. Exactly. So we've got plenty of time. Yes. So, you know. <laughs> so how did you meet the girl that you want to call today? You met her at a poetry reading? Yeah, I was at an open mic, and I okay. was uh, reading a few poems, and one of them, the last one, got really well-received. You know, I got a really great applause from it, nice. so that was exciting. Cool. What was it about? Well, the one that people really liked was about a breakup I had a couple of years ago that was more of an event, really, than a breakup. Was it sad, or was it empowering? What was the tone of your breakup poem? It was sad from my end, but uh, <laughs> no, she came over uh, livid, and I guess the climax of it was that I had a large like candle in the middle of my coffee table that was lit, uh-huh. and she was so mad that she took it and threw it across the room, and it smashed on the wall. Whoa. Well, that's, that's crazy. Cool. You don't realize this wax is really hard to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> So you read a poem about this breakup, and that's what attracted the girl to you? I guess so. She came up to me at the bar and said, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought that was great that she liked it. Hey, there's nothing better than bonding over some crazy ex stories, because that's just what it sounds like to me. Exactly, exactly. And what better way to talk about it than through poetry? Yeah. Right. All right, so did you guys hang out at the bar for a little while? And Yeah, we hung out there for a little while, and I asked her uh, if she wanted to go grab a drink somewhere else. We went across the street to a, a bar that she liked and uh, had a couple of drinks, and it was going really well until um, I was trying to compliment her, you know, but it, it's so boring to hear, like, oh, you're gorgeous, oh, you're so smart. You know, I feel like women hear that all the time. Uh, no, not enough. Never enough. Not enough. <laughs> yep. But continue. Well, I should have gone. <laughs> I should have gone simply because uh, the compliment I went with, and I stand by it. I'll, I'll, let me say first, I stand by it. Okay. I told her that she is beautiful like a snail. Um, uh, that's terrible. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a okay. compliment. Okay, but with I, I explained myself. I uh-huh. said snails in my mind are beautiful creatures because they have this you know gorgeous like. Ex- that like keeps them protected but on the inside they're very like soft and vulnerable and beautiful in a way Still. <laughs> yeah i think maybe you could have gone with something else and like you don't know her well enough to know that she's vulnerable on the inside either well aren't we all that's what i was going with i least. think so yeah oh, we all have a very deep tough outer yeah. shell and then once you get through that we have these slimy little insides that if you sprinkle some salt on it we wither up and die not, not exactly Jewel, i see but... where you're going but that's because we connect on a different level because we're poets yeah. oh right absolutely <laughs> yeah so yeah. she wasn't wooed by you comparing her to a snail 
I guess not. It's better than a slug, I think. But <laughs> Not that different, really. Did her mood change after that? Yeah, I'd say so. The conversation got a little more difficult after that. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the night, I just said, you know, I had a great night. And she immediately stuck out her hand for <laughs> a handshake. Yeah. And that was it, huh? Well, she did give me her number, which was, you know, encouraging. Right. But that was that was before I, I called her a snail. Uh, I told, told her she was beautiful like a snail. Beautiful like a snail. That's what okay. I mean. So you ended it with a handshake. Yeah. Well, okay, we're going to play a song, Mark. Oh, no. And then we're going to come back. I can't still, I got nothing, Mark. Could you have anything that will rhyme for me? Bong. Song bong. We'll come back and write the wrong. Oh, that's good. Oh, I write like the that. Write the wrong. wrong. I like that. All right, we're going to play a song. Mark, and then we're going to come back and right the wrong. There it is. Off the top of my head. Uh-huh. Boom. Brilliant. Yep, first try. All right. Hold on, man. We'll be back right after this. Moving 92.5. Brooke and Jubal in the mornings. Second date update. Hold on. Let's try this again. Uh-huh. If you're just tuning in, second date, big mistake, Mark's irate, date is a flake. Okay. So gone, so bad, never any encouragement from dad. Uh-oh. Why, Mark's dad? Was it so hard to care? Instead, you were careless, and now Mark's in de-stress. Hold him. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, I don't know. That Mark? sent chills down my spine. It's very okay. deep. Very deep. Not not Mark's all. dad. That's with a real mystery well. we should be solving right now, not this date thing. What it all came down to, I think, in that poem right there. What? If you're just tuning in for today's second date update, Mark is on the phone. And Mark is a poet. He met the girl that he wants to call today at one of his poetry readings. He goes to open mic nights a lot. And she came up to him after he was done and really liked one of the poems that he read about his crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> They talked at the bar for a little while and then went somewhere else to hang out. And he says that her mood kind of changed when he said that she was as beautiful as a snail. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was trying to say that she was like hard on the outside, but soft on the inside like everybody. But he thinks she didn't really like that very much. He ended the date with a handshake, but has her phone number and has tried to reach out to her and she hasn't responded to anything. Mark, do okay. we need to talk about those issues with your dad first or do you want to just do the second date? Uh, yeah, I think that's a longer show than this is. Okay. okay. I'm just glad he's not in tears over the whole thing. Well, dial her phone number right now. Get her on the phone and see if we can figure out what went wrong, all right? Great. And I'll stop with all the bad poetry. Will you, though? You. I don't think you will. Well, I don't trust you at all. I can't make that promise. Yeah. I found a new passion, Mark, uh-huh. because of you. It's burning inside. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to dial the phone number and see if we get her on the phone. Here we go. Oh, Mark, I never even asked what her name is. What's her name? Oh, it's Lizzie. Lizzie. Sorry, I was... So wrapped up in my own poetry, I forgot to ask. All right, I'll dial Lizzie's phone number right now. Here we go. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Lizzie, please? Uh, this is her speaking. Who's calling? Hi, Lizzie. This is Jubal from Brook and Jubal in the Morning. Okay. Where, what is this? <laughs> it's a radio show. That's odd. I've never been called by radio before. Well, cool. There's a first for everything. (laughs) Any uh, idea why I'm calling you? No idea. Okay, well... Contemplating hanging up. No, please don't. Don't, Please don't hang up. Yeah, don't hang up. You're going to be very interested in this phone call. Okay. Because it involves, I'm sure, one of the many men that's vying for your attention. (laughs) Beating down your door. Uh, I guess you're implying that I go on lots of awesome dates. Well, I heard you're as beautiful as a snail, so I figured 
<laughs> probably going out on a lot of dates. Hmm. Sounds vaguely familiar. Uh-oh. Does it remind you of somebody named Mark? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> That's not a bad giggle. That is kind of a positive giggle that you have right there. <laughs> well, I mean, that was kind of cute. Cute. It was cute. Okay. You liked it. So, yes, Mark is the guy that asked us to call you. He says that you met after one of his poetry readings, and he really enjoyed spending time with you, but now you're not answering any of his phone calls or text messages. And he was hoping we could find out why. Well, it wasn't, like, the best date ever. Okay. Okay. He said he thought that you liked him until he said the line about being as beautiful as a snail. Um, I mean, the snail thing, I was like, what? That's weird. Uh, (laughs) But it was like, I don't know, I guess he was just trying to be, like, dorky and... Poetic and find find meaning in nothing and then make it something. Okay. So I was like, I was like, oh, you know, like he's trying, so that's nice. But so wait, it wasn't the snail line. No, it wasn't the snail line that got me. Was the date already bad before the snail line? Because he thought that that was the turning point. No, no, no. I mean, he made fun of me. What? Like how? Well, we were just talking about poetry and stuff. You know, like you do at places where people go and. Talk about poetry. Um, and Makes sense. So he asked me, you know, what my, who my favorite poet was, and I told him, and he just laughed at me, just made fun of me, and for it. So I thought, wow, this guy is kind of a joke. Oh wow! Oh, so you what? brought up your favorite poet, and he laughed at your taste. Yeah, it just shot me down. Like, did you tell him that? We talked about it. We kind of felt like we were arguing and going back and forth, and it was just not comfortable. And I like how he asks your opinion and then says, uh, that's a bad opinion. Yeah, maybe he thought I was joking, but I definitely wasn't because my answer was one of my biggest inspirations. So when he shot me down, I was like, wow, this guy's a f***ing ass. Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, who's your biggest inspiration? So I said that my favorite poet was Dr. Seuss. And he laughed at that. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> and now the guy in the background is laughing great. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't expect just... like uh, people to talk about great poets, and then, I mean, maybe you, you do. I don't know. I'm not a big poetry guy, but I wouldn't think well, Dr. I mean, Seuss like. I thought she's kidding. See, yeah, I mean, like it doesn't matter. Like any time I bring it up, everyone's gonna think that I'm kidding. Like it's a joke. And <laughs> see, he's laughing again. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, oh my god! Well, I can way. tell you, you're getting upset. And Jose laughs at everything, so don't worry about that, okay? He laughs at everything. But I I will tell you this. Mark is actually on the other line listening and wants to talk to you. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sorry if that makes you even more upset. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Seuss? That's what this is about? (laughs) Well, yes, that's what offended me. Like, you really hurt my feelings because I, vulnerable like a little snail, opened up and told you something that I like. And then you just like shoved it right back in my face, and it was it was rude. I was, like, I genuinely you no thought you were for, kidding. No, no, no. You have no, you have no respect for me. So why would I call you back? It's not that I don't have respect for you, Lizzie. We have a great time. I'm just saying, Dr. Seuss is who inspired you to be a. I mean, what is well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you cannot <laughs> get past that. Then, like, if you can't, you know, deal with the real me, then you don't deserve it. So. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish is not a poem. <laughs> I, I think it is. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely is a, a poem. <laughs> it's a poem for children. I thought we were talking about real poets. I thought we were having a grown-up conversation. And then you start talking about, you know, everyone loves the Grinch, but I'm not 10 years old anymore. Mark, you need to back off right now. Oh. 
What am I offending you right now? I, does anyone else there actually think Dr. Seuss is a real poet? Well, oh, come on. Um, truly, over, truly. Um, maybe the people that bought the over 600 million copies of his work that was sold. Yeah, maybe that counts for something. What have you sold? Oh, Ouch. Okay, well, uh, maybe I haven't sold anything, but did Dr. <laughs> Seuss go to open mics every weekend trying to, like, perfect the craft? No, he didn't. <laughs> Do we know that for sure? I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe Dr. Seuss did go to open mics. That'd be awesome. I guarantee Dr. Seuss never opened up to a live audience in a dive bar. I bet he was at home scribbling down children's writing. I can't believe how ignorant you are right now. He went to Dartmouth College. I'm sure he had to speak in front of many people. How do you know so much about him? <laughs> interesting. Like I told you, if you didn't listen to me before... He is one of my biggest inspirations. So, yeah, I'm going to know some stuff about him. And, like, you don't even have a clue what you're talking about. You're the one that called me. Look, if I wanted to be a hack like Dr. Seuss and write about cats and hats and bats, then I could. And you know what? I could probably sell a million copies, but I don't. I go up there and I talk about my feelings and the world around me like a real poet's supposed to. I find it hard that I even have to defend myself in regard to Dr. Seuss. Other than writing children's books and poems, I mean, he's very political and he has all kinds of hidden symbolism in Green Eggs and Ham. And, oh, uh, my God. No, no, that's not. What is the symbolism in Green Eggs and Ham? Food poisoning? Bad meat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael, why don't you go back to your own apartment and write your whiny poems <laughs> about your ex-girlfriend because that's clearly the only type that you can get. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, great. Why don't you just go back to the bookstore and sit in the children's section on a mini stool and read your pop-up books? How about that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it would be more pleasant than talking to you. For sure. I thought for sure we would get you on the phone, Mark, and you'd apologize and say, oh, my God, I didn't mean to diss your inspiration. I'm sorry. I would yeah, have if she didn't double down on it. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Is that, not what the, is, is that not what this whole phone call is about, just to make fun of me some more? No, no, no it, was try to it, get, it was to try to get you a second date with Mark, which, if you would like a second date with Mark, Lizzie, <laughs> we will pay for it. Would you like to go out with him again? No, hell. No, that is the last thing that I would want to do. I'd rather go sit in the children's section of the library and read pop-up books. Thank you. <laughs> it does sound pretty yeah. fun, actually. Never call me again. Wow. Hey, Mark. Yeah. No second date for you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it didn't sound like it. But I did in that time write a poem about it if you want to hear it. Oh, <laughs> I do. No. I would love to. No. But don't put me on the spot like that. I didn't actually have anything prepared. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Brooke and Jubal in the morning. Judging by the text messages we're getting in at 78592, it's official. Dr. Seuss is a real poet. Mm-hmm. I think so. If you missed today's second date update, that was taped when Brooke was still here. She's out on maternity leave. Jackie is filling in. But Mark wanted to call Lizzie. They met at a poetry night. Uh, Open mic night. She was there, saw him performing, and liked him. So they hung out a little bit, and she wasn't calling him back. Why wasn't she calling back? Well, because he was very offended that she said her favorite poet was Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) And then he people get offended. Yeah, just went on to rip her about her tastes in poetry. Just like you don't understand what a real poet goes through. I think he even said the line: "Did Dr. Seuss go to open mic nights every week?" (laughs) And work on his poetry? I doubt it. He didn't have to. <laughs> and Dang. It's like a 
she, a hardcore poet. Yeah. Everybody texted again at 78592. Can't stand this guy and said yeah. he's super pretentious mm-hmm. and she shouldn't go out with him. And she decided to not go out with him again. Good. Good. Unfortunately, because I think they would have made a great couple. He could have really <laughs> taught her a lot about poetry. <laughs> Remember, if you want to do a second date update, all you have to do is email the show and we will call the person who didn't call you back. But you should know if you're out with someone who's a poet and you bring up Dr. Seuss, that's the reason they're not calling you back. <laughs> Moving 92.5.